Thank you, Jesus. Sweet Holy Spirit, good morning. Good morning, Lord. Lord, we worship you today for who you are. We exalt your holy name. For there is none like you, not to be compared of your Lord Jesus. Lord, we commit the meditation of today's session into your hands, Lord. Speak to us afresh in the name of Jesus. Lord, make your presence known in our midst in Jesus' name. We don't just want to come here to just read and listen to your word. We want you to speak to us in a way that we would understand, Lord. Speak to our situations in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Father. For in Jesus' name we are worshipped. Amen. Amen. Good morning, brothers and sisters. I welcome us to today's devotional on high on sharp on iron. Trust our night was peaceful. And today we will continue with our reading from the book of Romans. And uh, we will be reading chapter 9 and chapter 10 today. And I trust the Holy Spirit will minister to us afresh in Jesus' name. Amen. So I will be reading from the Good News Translation. I read. I am speaking the truth. I belong to Christ and I do not lie. My conscience, ruled by the Holy Spirit, also assures me that I am not lying. When I say how great is my sorrow, how endless the pain in my heart for my people, my own flesh and blood. For their sake, I could wish that I myself were under God's curse and separated from Christ. They are God's people. He made them his children and revealed his glory to them. He made his covenants with them and gave them the law. They have the true worship. They have received God's promises. They are descended from the famous Hebrew ancestors. And Christ, as a human being, belongs to their race. May God, who rules over all, be praised forever. Amen. 6. I am not saying that the promise of God has failed. For not all the people of Israel are the people of God. Nor are all of Abraham's descendants the children of God. God said to Abraham, It is true, Isaac, that you will have the descendant I promised you. This means that the children born in the usual way are not the children of God. Instead, the children born as a result of God's promise are regarded as the true descendants. For God's promise was made in these words. At the right time, I will come back and Sarah will have a son. And this is not all, for Rebekah's two sons had the same father, our ancestor Isaac. But in order that the choice of one son might be completely the result of God's own purpose, God said to her, the older we serve the younger. He said this before they were born, before they had done anything either good or bad. So God's choice was based on his call and not on anything they had done. As the scripture says, I love Jacob, but I hated Esau. 14. Shall we say then that God is unjust? Not at all. For he said to Moses, I will have mercy on anyone I wish. I will take pity on anyone I wish. So then, Everything depends 
not on what we humans want or do, but only on God's mercy. Hmm, hallelujah. For the scripture says to the king of Egypt, I made you king in order to use you to show my power and to spread my fame over the whole world. So then, God has mercy on anyone he wishes, and he makes stubborn anyone he wishes. 19. But one of you will say to me, If this is so, how can God find fault with anyone? Who can resist God's will? But who are you, my friend, to talk back to God? A clay pot does not ask the man who made it. Why did you make me like this? After all, the man who makes the pot has the right to put the clay as he wishes and to make two pots from the same lumps of clay, one for special occasions and the other for ordinary use, 22. And the same is true of what God has done. He wanted to show his anger and to make his power known. But he was very patient in enduring those who were the object of his anger, who were doomed to destruction. And he also wanted to reveal his abundant glory, which was poured out on us who are the object of his mercy, those of us whom he has prepared to receive his glory. For we are the people he called, not only from among the Jews, but also from among the Gentiles. This is what it says in the book of Hosea. The people who were not mine, I will call my people. The nation that I did not love, I will call my beloved. And in the very place where they were told, you are not my people, there they will be called the children of the living God. 27. And Isaiah exclaimed about Israel. Even if the people of Israel are as many as the grains of sand by the sea, yet only a few of them will be saved. For the Lord will quickly settle his full account with the world. It is as Isaiah had said before, if the Lord Almighty has not left us some descendants, we would have become like Sodom. We would have been like Gomorrah. 30. So we say that the Gentiles who were not trying to put themselves right with God were put right with him through faith, while God's people who were seeking a law that would put them right with God did not find it. And why not? Because they did not depend on faith, but on what they did. And so they stumbled over the stumbling stone. 33, which is the last verse. That the scripture speaks of, Look, I place in Zion a stone that will make people stumble, a rock that will make them fall. But whoever believes in him will not be disappointed. Amen, amen, amen. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. So I will continue with chapter 10. My friends, how I wish with all my heart that my home people might be saved. How I pray to God for them. I can assure you that they are deeply devoted to God, but their devotion is not based on true knowledge. They have not known the way in which God puts people right with himself. And instead, 
they have tried to set up their own way. And so they did not submit themselves to God's way of putting people right. For Christ has brought the law to an end so that everyone who believes is put right with God. Moses wrote this about being put right with God by obeying the law. Whoever obeys the command of the law will live. But what the scripture says about being put right with God through faith is this. You are not to ask yourself, who will go up into heaven? That is to bring Christ down. Nor are you to ask, who will go down into the hole below, the world below? That is to bring Christ up from death. What it says is this. God's message is near you, on your lips and in your heart. That is, the message of faith that we preach. If you confess that Jesus is Lord and believe that God raised him from death, you will be saved. For it is by our faith that we are put right with God. It is by our confession that we are saved. The scripture says, Whoever believes in him will not be disappointed. This includes everyone because there is no difference between Jews and Gentiles. God is the same Lord of all and richly blesses all who call to him. As the scripture says, everyone who call out to the Lord for help will be saved. 14. But how can they call to him for help if they have not believed? And how can they believe if they have not be heard the message? And how can they hear the message? And how can they hear if the message is not proclaimed? And how can the message be proclaimed if the messengers are not sent out? As the scripture says, how wonderful is the coming of messengers who bring good news. But not all have accepted the good news. Isaiah himself said, Lord, who believed our message? So then, faith comes from hearing the message, and the message comes through preaching Christ. But I ask, is it true that they did not hear the message? Of course they did. For as the scripture says, the sound of their voice went out to all the world. Their words reached the end of the earth. Again, I ask, did the people of Israel not understand? Moses himself is the first one to answer. I will use a so-called nation to make my people jealous. And by means of a nation of fools, I will make my people angry. And Isaiah is even bolder when he says, I, would find, I was found by those who were not looking for me. I appeared to those who were not asking for me. Take 21, which is the last verse. But concerning Israel, he says, All day long, I held out my hand to welcome a disobedient and rebellious people. May the Lord bless the reading of his word to us today in Jesus' name. Amen, amen, amen. All right, so people, today's declaration um, will be taken from the book of Psalm 62. So um, this is the word to us today. And I want us to declare after me, say, only God can save me. And I claim, I claimly, I calmly wait for him. 
God alone is the mighty rock that keeps me safe and the fortress where I am secure. Say again, only God gives inward peace and I depend on him. God alone is the mighty rock that keeps me safe and he is the fortress where I feel secure. My victory and honor comes from God alone, for he is my refuge, a rock where no enemy can reach me. In him, I am powerful. In God, I am victorious. Therefore, I will trust in him at all times. Amen. Glory to God. Glory to God. Have a beautiful day, people. See us tomorrow. Bye.